For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. In throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. I got Alex Becker in with me today. Alex, what's up, bro? What's up? Uh, not much. Good Thursday. Bad weather. Yeah, it's the first kind of snow we've had. Um, ran out to the car after the show just a little bit ago. It's kind of like snow out there. And you kind of forget and you're kind of like, well, I'm over the heat. I'm ready to wear sweaters and hoodies and stuff. But then you realize, man, it's wet and cold and all that kind of stuff. And that's Colorado. That's the beauty of Colorado. We get four true seasons here. Our summer is as hot as anywhere. The fall is beautiful. It's a real true fall. Fall uh, Winter's winter around here, obviously. Got some of the best skiing in the world. And then spring is beautiful around here. So that's kind of the beauty of living in the Mile High City and living in Colorado. But... It's the Broncos Blitz podcast. It's presented by Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. Go check those guys out. They will match you up to $300 on your initial deposit. Uh, app, super duper easy, safe, and secure. Um, download it, super easy. Sign up, super easy. Uh, with um, Deposit your money, easy. Winning is a little hard, but once you do, it's easy to deposit your money because you want your winnings cashed out. Who wouldn't? You know, why wouldn't you? So... Um, we got a lot to talk about here. The Broncos are in London. They're all there. They're London. doing a, a day or two of sightseeing, spending some time together and trying to, um, man, I don't know, a little bit of a reboot um, for these guys, not a rebuild. Uh, George Payton speaks to the media yesterday, and kind of the Broncos story of the day was some of the things he had to say. Sticking up for Nathaniel Hackett, saying it's been seven games only, which is true. Letting me know, for one, he's not going to get fired if they lose to the Jaguars. That is on George Payton's watch. If the Penner-Walton group wants to kind of go tell tell their general manager to fire their head coach uh, after maybe an abysmal performance this weekend, that could change things. But like I've said... It'd be historic in nature, unprecedented and unheard of to fire your head coach no matter how bad it's been after seven or eight games to start in the start of his tenure. And I know Broncos country is a little different. The standards are different. Um, the, you know, from day one, the guy for the 64-yard field goal from the first game um, or how the – I'm sorry, how that first game against the Yucks kind of played itself out. Um, 64 left hash. 64 Never forget. left hash. The, you know, the fan base turned on the guy from day one. But he set himself up for that, to be honest with you. And, um, man, it's just it's tough sledding. George Payton kind of stuck up for his coach. George Payton said, well, they've had four games on national TV. That's kind of helped add to um, the pressure 
And therefore, the narrative of people kind of turning on their head coach, he tried to deflect. I don't think he did a very good job of it, to be honest with you. Made some uh, excuses, it sounded like. It sound, yeah, it sounded like a pretty big excuse maker there for me. And, uh, you know, again, Nathaniel Hackett said yesterday, the day before himself, uh, uh, well, we kind of, we got a system here, and we like how we're operating it. You know, we like what's happening within our game plan, our week of preparation, all that kind of stuff. Well, okay, I guess. Uh, in theory, the way maybe you, uh, the, your schedule of the meetings and the meetings with the coaches and to put the game plan together, all that kind of stuff, you might think that's going well, but the on-the-field product has been a, a, a miss. It's been a big letdown. It's been a, a big disaster. Everyone's kind of frustrated. Um, I thought that home crowd was kind of sparse in terms of what home crowds usually are against the Jets, and the Jets are kind of a hot team, and you got some decent fans, decent fan base, to be honest with you. So not a great showing. Um, it's dark times in Broncos country right now. Dark times. With no, like, there's no answers. Nobody really has an answer, and if anything, the next you know biggest topic of conversation is: Will Bradley Chubb last? Will uh, Jerry Judy? He's getting interest from interest from teams last, uh, as well as KJ Hamler and maybe one or two I other mean, guys. Albert, oh, you got Dalton Reisner. I saw his name come up. Yeah, that's yeah, five I saw guys right there. To Alberto, I don't know. I think that might be uh, team created. Yeah, it's uh, like trying to create a little bit of um, um, I don't know, man. A little bit of mojo on a guy who they can't find a way to figure out and utilize and use themselves. Yeah, so you can't even see the field with the Broncos, who are short in the tight end room. When it um, comes to Jerry Judy, um, sorry, when it comes to, it's to be all about the compensation. If I can get a second round pick for Jerry Judy, I'd probably move on and do that and just oh, have the realization hell yeah. of like second round pick. All of the things that that second round pick could be, including another receiver who would be better. I mean, like if just, they trade Judy, yeah. Oh, so that'd be receiver. the asking price for me on Judy. Um, the asking price on um, Bradley Chubb is the Vonda. I need a second and a third. I need a second and a third for Bradley Chubb. I, I think at least, at least, I want a first round pick. But again, without any insurances from anybody, maybe a team would consider doing that along with a new contract that gets tore up a part of the trade. New tr- trade plus you know new contract extension. Um, would then maybe um, propel the the Broncos to getting somewhere around a late first round pick for a guy who was the former number fifth, you know, number five pick overall. Um, I you can't resign him for the twenty three, twenty four, twenty five million dollars per year. It'll take you to resign him next year and moving forward. You can't do it. So and he can walk away. Go to the next, you know, kind of go to the highest bidder, which you won't be, and probably in the top five because uh, the money you just paid Randy Gregory because of your Russell Wilson money just because some of the deals you got going on. Um, I think the only way he's back is if they franchise him, franchise tag him. And I don't like that idea because he— Draymond he, Jones, eligible for the tag as well. There's so much risk for both sides. For one, you're paying the guy a tippy-top dollar, even if it's for a year, to when you franchise tag him. And two, you're probably not going to get his best stuff because he's trying to play for um, a $100 million contract, you know, $75, $50 million worth of guarantees. So I don't think he's going to—it takes the right, you know, like a real special kind of guy to go out there and still just ball to, you know, roll the dice on yourself the way, you know, Kurt Cousins and a handful of other guys did who are willing to be franchise tagged. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of interesting, but I don't think he's worth resigning. I haven't had enough production and enough, you know, impact out of the body of work that he's had. Yeah, he's kind of been injured. And then there's some late, you know, guys who, you know, um, 
develop a little later and don't hit immediately right after their draft. And maybe he's one of those guys. But for the money it'll take, it, it'd be it feels too much like Garrett Bowles. Like Garrett Bowles in the contract year after you're ready to walk away from has this incredible year. And what do you do? You go pay him tons of money. More than he's worth. One, because you're desperate. He's your guy. You believe, well, he's kind of turned that corner. Now we're going to go pay him. Um not like the player he's been and you think it is, but the player you're just hoping that he can be moving forward after a little bit of success. That's a dangerous road to go down. I'd say. What do you do with Bradley Chubb? Oh, I mean, I, I probably – I try to trade him. I look for the trade. I see if there if there's anything out there. And if you get, I think, remotely anything close that you're hoping to get back, you make the trade. Um, I mean, as you just yeah, talked second about. Second and a third for Vaughn, and then he just walks. Yeah. He walks away. But they got everything they wanted out of the guy. Why don't you exactly. go trade Bradley Chubb to the Rams? See if they got another second and third round pick. Right, right. Especially with the position that they're in for this upcoming draft without a first and a second round pick. And you're super deep at the, the edge position. I mean, uh, you just drafted Nick Benito. Of course, you have Baron Browning. Jonathan Cooper in there as well. He's looked really good this season. Um, I just think there's really no no dollars. Yeah. And uh, you just gave $70 million to Randy Gregory. So I'm looking to trade Chubb. I'm, I'm intently listening to uh, to any offers that are out there. And I think it's very likely if they lose to Jacksonville that by Tuesday uh, Tuesday afternoon, Chubb is not a Bronco. Man, um, how would I feel about that? Put your, you know, you got to put yourself in the shoes and try to go to like, yeah, like just reading the news right now. Bradley Chubb traded to um, the Eagles or... Uh, oh, if they got another guy? You know, the Dolphins or a team that's like, you know, trying to make a push and trying to go out there and get something done and win something. Um, I can live with it. I could totally live with it. Would you I, pull for him? Like, I feel like Broncos country was yeah, pulling for Vaughn pull to for win him. that Super Bowl last oh, man, year. man, that's weird because that's funny you say that. It's like, well, why wouldn't I? I don't know. No hard feelings. You know what I mean? But also, if he has a bunch of success, and people are going to say, well, he could have had that success here in in. Denver. Yeah, he was well, hurt. He, it was he had a chance. He was hurt. Yeah, but like hurt, he's hurt in Denver. That's who he is here in Denver. Maybe he's not a hurt player somewhere else. True. And that sounds kind of crazy and cheesy and kind of simple. And there's no nothing behind it, rather than you know the um, lock and a change of scenery and uh, just a breath of fresh air um, for a guy to go have a career that everybody thought he kind of could have. So it's just I don't think it'll ever happen here. And he'll always be tied in with Josh Allen, too. What could have been? We took this guy instead of the franchise quarterback. Man. He's always going to have that connection. Um, you're, you're right. I will always hold against Bradley Chubb that he's not Josh Allen. Which is, I don't know if it's fair to Chubb. It might not be, but it's just the reality, okay? Two picks later, Josh Allen goes to the Bills. You passed on um, the, the, you know, the next closest thing to Patrick Mahomes when you knew who and what Patrick Mahomes was and kind of how you needed to um, find a guy to, you know, neutralize and equal his ridiculous abilities. Josh Allen was so like, generational that, man, it just threw the Broncos off that, well, why Wyoming then? Well, why this? Well, what the completion percentage? What's up with that? And, you know, you got to see through that kind of stuff and realize, like, he's a better player when he's playing with um, elite talent, elite coaching, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He just got looked over, just got passed on. And, you know, it was the pedigree wasn't like a Alabama QB or some of these other guys. But um, the guy, Josh Allen, is as good as anybody. I think he's great. I feel like he's ours. Because he went to school oh, in our geez, own backyard, yeah. and in a kind of you know sneaky kind of way, just the Broncos Blitz podcast. I'm from Denver, Colorado, and I love the Denver Broncos more than anything in this world of ours. But you know, I'm like a quasi Bills fan because of Josh Allen. 
The smile, the smile high bills. The Broncos blitz it's, bills. They are the smile high bills. That's what we dubbed them as last year. So um, shout out to Total Beverage. TotalBev.com is the website. These guys are part of our podcast, a partner in our podcast. They will deliver to you. You can go into their shop. Uh, there are two giant locations and find anything you want. Find it at great value and great deals and probably um, find it on sale all the time. Okay? Like they sell stuff's on sale that people buy um, because they want to take care of their customers. It's not the stuff on sale that's the no good stuff. That's why they push so much alcohol, man. That's why they push so much much product. They give people what they want. They're always cheaper. If you're spending money on alcohol, you don't go there, you're getting like spending overspending. If you you know pop into that corner liquor store spot or that spot in the strip mall, whatever it might be, you're gonna, you know, you uh, we're talking like a whole extra bottle of wine worth of overpaying at some places just because um, how Total Bev operates. Total Beverage is, uh, man, they're great. They take care of you. You're going to really like them if you go give them a chance to um, sell you some product. Wet your lips a little, if you will. Um, okay. So. Sorry, I was just doing some high knees real quick. Well, I know. I was read. wondering what you were doing. I was like, chill. Because yeah. he, like, he, there's a little bit of space in the studio here, and he went on the floor, and he, like, he's on a yoga mat, and Alex was doing all these stretches, and then he came in and was doing some high knees, and uh, I was just like, bro, chill. But that's who he is. Just he who I am. works all the other radio guys and all the other producer dudes in Denver. That's just kind of who he is. That's why he's here. That's why I have him the Broncos Blitz podcast. I can appreciate that kind of hard work. Okay, so you have the Broncos losing this game, okay? Uh, you won't be in on Friday for the Friday podcast. You do Thursday. So, like, we need some predictions and stuff from you. Um, we Throughout the week, we do, like, on Monday after the game, we kind of look forward and kind of talk about, oh, how are we feeling about this next game? Pick it, kind of. Okay. Then we oh, well, then Wednesdays, um, you know, the, the Hooters girls come in, and we have to make our picks firm. Uh, today, you're on the podcast. We will make our picks. And Friday, on a football Friday, we'll talk on the show and make picks on the show. Me, of those four different times I may give picks, my pick might be different each time. <laughs> I might, you know, I might, oh, this Things is the change. day the Broncos are going to score 26. Or I'm like, eh, 2017 Broncos. It will keep changing. Your score hasn't changed since the beginning of the week. You don't have the Broncos winning this game. I don't. You have them losing what? I have them losing 19-9 to to the, the Jaguars. And also, um, hey, shout out Brees Hall for scoring that touchdown. I said, anytime touchdown, you Brees did. Hall. And he only had four carries before he tore his ACL. But <clears throat> ACL, but he did score that 62-yard Boom, right through the middle. At the beginning of the game, it kind of, do you know what, they ended up being the difference maker in the game. Because the Broncos didn't allow any other big, big plays after that. Not at all. And it was just a quick, like, well, you know, Ben don't break. They broke, got broken off that time. And it was the that touchdown ended up being really like the whole difference in in the game itself in terms of points. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So, um, so yeah, nineteen to nine is my my final score for this game in London. Not sure how the the UK the the, the fans will take a, a nine point performance, but maybe they don't know any better. So, what's this based off of? Just the the performance over and over again. Just I, who and what they are in the body work. This isn't like I've turned on them. I'm mad at them. No, not at all. Them. Always because I don't really think that about you. But I just no. want to know where exactly you're coming from. No, no matter what happens, I'll always I'll always support the Broncos team I grew up with and all that good stuff. But I'm just really um, just not confident at all in anything they can get going offensively. Um, no, you know we've seen two different quarterbacks play the position. We've seen number of running backs. You know try different things. 
nothing really it, through the first six games, through the first seven games, mm-hmm. um, have given me any any inclination that they're going to be better on uh, on Sunday. I feel you. I just didn't know if, uh, you know, your emotional state of your Broncos' mind and life right now. I'm desperate for the Broncos to find a way to score 24 points, 26 points, and feel like it's possible. I don't know if it's going to happen against these Jaguars who are quietly kind of defensively pretty good, and it just feels like this game has all the makings of 17-16. Yeah. It feels like that, man. Um, I, I just hope we pull one out. I'm sick of getting on social media every single week and being the butt of every joke. The, the Broncos being the laughing stock. Everyone's clowning on Russell Wilson. I yeah. want that to change. I do, too. Uh, it sucks. Uh, I feel Broncos country, if we feel a little lost right now because you know where do you go from here a team once they struggle historically you have the draft to look forward to and some high draft picks where you convince yourself your fortunes will change right that, you know um but this year this year's different um they have no first round draft picks for the next couple of years um they don't they only have five picks in this next draft which might make it more uh, important for them to find a way to move on from bradley chubb because they do need some help. They do need to find a way to get a couple young guys in here who can help and develop and be uh, the next kind of great Broncos starters or at least, you know, great Broncos um, players. Um, man, I it just feels like the Broncos are in such a bad way right now. And we just have to survive the rest of this season no matter what that season looks like. In the meantime, we have to try to keep guys healthy. We have to try to – some of the players that are going to be around here and be part of, like, the future, the future of the um, success of the Broncos, mm-hmm. have to continue to develop. Um, that's just it. It's like, what else do we have to look forward to? That's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that the Broncos have to do. Keep working, keep grinding, gut check, some character check stuff, some guys when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. I mean, Melvin Gordon won't be back next year. It feels no. like Jerry Judy's not a great fit. You know, uh, one or two guys who just, if you're not buying in, if you're frustrated, we're frustrated too, but go be frustrated somewhere else. And I get it. And you know what? I've been seeing uh, last thing I'll say, and we'll kind of go home here. Um, there, I, I saw some over this trip, some of the group of guys and some of the way that they're talking inside and outside the franchise and the organization from the players to uh, Coach Hackett to George Payton yesterday. There's no divide and rift. No one's pointing fingers. No one's tearing each other down yet. They're still trying to get this thing right and back on the tracks. There's something, too. It's weird how NFL teams operate. Until you're, like, straight up statistically eliminated, Mm -hmm. there's teams that will operate as though we'll win these next four or five in a row and make the playoffs. That's just the truth. Yeah. You know, you're, and it's, it is kind of true. You're never out of it until it's all over and you're really out of it, man. The Dolphins, I say this all the time. Man, in fact, they lost their first eight, eight games, seven games last year. Yeah. And then, like, reeled off seven or eight in a row, and it was just to the last week or two where they're kind of um, eliminated from the playoffs. And if not, they would have kind of kept winning games until all the way till the end, maybe. So, um, yeah, Brian Flores had those guys playing. Yeah, no doubt about it. Mike McDaniels kind of take them. It's again like after the Tua stuff. We'll see if they kind of bounce back. They look really good last week. If he's taking the whole brand to the next level or not, we got to just get through the end of the season with Nathaniel Hackett because I think if uh, win or lose, he will be back next week. I I do too. They will fire him. Same. It'd be pretty historic if they were, and it'd be a real big admittance of hey, we got the wrong guy, and this is you know, and we. Gave him a lot of money to be here for a long time, and now we're kicking him to the curb halfway through, um, you know, our first season together. So maybe, just maybe, if we're if we're wrong about that, Alex, 
then Nathaniel Hackett has been that bad. And not only what we've seen, but maybe what we don't know, you know, on the inside. And uh, only the owners kind of know, and, you know, if you believe in a guy or not. You know, um, they didn't hire any of those guys. There might be a mindset and a personality, a temperament that the Waltons think a general manager and a um, a um, a um, a team president, a or? team uh, like um, yes, a team president, a general manager, uh, a coach. I'm sorry, um, should be and look like, and because they're um, one of the most successful you know business owners uh, in the world, I'm sure they have a. Um, what they think is a style and a mannerism and all that kind of stuff to um, that leads to success in any walk of life, football business and in Walmart business. So um, that's it. That's the podcast. Good stuff, Alex. Um, radio show is good today. Where can you find the radio show? Uh, you can find the radio show. You can find it on Spreaker. You can find it on uh, Mile High Sports app. You can find it. Uh, we live stream it on Twitter every Monday through Friday, 10 to noon. So many different ways to watch. So catch, catch it. Uh, it. It'll be entertaining two hours. Can promise you that. And then we do the podcast every single day. Alex does Thursdays with us. Sometimes there's a little bit of extra stuff too. Um, but yeah, man, good job. Uh, appreciate you. Lucky to have you. See you tomorrow on a football Friday of worth of the show and a football Friday of the podcast as well. Um, I want the Broncos to win this game. Me too. I Every do. week, go Broncos! Um, you're like, are keep. You're so calm, and like your your predictions seem so thought through and calculated that I'm like where you're going in terms of your prediction, even though I don't like what you actually predicted. I, I don't like it either, and but until, I'm just going with with what well, I. Well, I'm like a cheese dick, the guy who's okay. They're going to score 26 when they can't. They haven't scored 26 all season, and it's nearly double their actual total of what they legitimately legitimately put up every single week so yeah. i'm a dreamer i guess but man i'm so desperate for the broncos to go out there and prove themselves that they're not a shit team Me too. i am man yeah this has been rough this is not what i expected now nah, but we'll still do this podcast and try to do a good job every single day with it and we love this team I and mean, we work a couple dudes for you know care about this team um at a real high level so you know when the going gets tough the tough gets going for us too man we got to keep doing good podcasts for everybody and try to believe it's possible see a little bit of lining uh, um you know silver lining but also man you know try to fix this thing too we're solutions oriented like the great Irvin joe once kind of taught us to be so yeah give me results that's right um for alex becker good job appreciate you buddy of course yeah looking forward to uh football friday yes i'm danny williams we appreciate you guys and we love you guys good night sheila good night Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.